You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Right off the top, I'll share the odds with you. We've got the National League, short underdogs here, minus 105. We've got the American League, minus 115, and a total of seven and a half games. Jenks, we have been pouring over these rosters, trying mm-hmm. to make our decision on which bets uh, to place our money on. And I'm a little disappointed in some of the pitchers because we were talking about movies. You need to have the big stars who are the headliners. And I feel like a lot of the headliners are not going to be playing in this year's edition of the All-Star Game, especially when it comes to pitchers. We're not going to see Otani pitching. He's been dealing with a blister. I do think that there is a chance that maybe he takes an at-bat, but he's certainly not going to pitch. Then we have Spencer Strider, who's not pitching. We have Clayton Kershaw, not pitching. Shane McClanahan, not pitching. So I am a little upset that we're not going to see some of the superstars. Do you think it's still going to be a great game because i'll say this we do have all the big names when it comes to um the lineups and the position players with the exception of aaron judge that would have been a big boost of star power and especially coming from the yankees like say what you want about the yankees but they are a big market and a heavily followed team so what do you think of the star power this year i think it's it's good it's very it it can't help but be Pretty damn good. We're talking about the All-Stars. But but I'm with you. You want to see the best pitchers in the game. I'd love to see Shane McClanahan pitch. He's the favorite to win the Cy Young. I'd love to see Aaron Judge. He's the reigning MVP. I want to see Mike Trout. Very few players in Major League Baseball can sell tickets like Mike Trout. I want to see Shohei pitch. But Shohei's not going to be able to pitch because of the blister on his hand. So... I don't want to. I don't want to downplay it too much because I'm still excited about it. Again, we're still talking about the best players in the game, but I do think there's maybe a touch of excitement stripped away only because some of these really amazing players who are in the top of the top echelon aren't going to be playing. It's still a good ensemble cast. Like, remember yes. when those type of movies were really popular? What was it like? Love Actually, and then they had like New Year's Day. And what was it, Valentine's Day? Do you remember when that was a yes. trend in movies? Oh, I forgot about that. Where it's just like eight different people and then like <laughs> Gerard Depardieu is like the ninth person in or whatever it was. Yeah, and it was just a whole, that was a thing for, I feel like two or three years, easy. Yeah, he's just not that into you, which I think that was a good movie, but it had like a ton of stars. So I think maybe that's the case with this year's MLB All-Star Game. Maybe it's not the huge headliners that you see, uh, you know, on the big screen where you only need one or two superstars, but it's got a great ensemble cast. So maybe this year's All-Star Game is going to be like one of those movies. They're pretty good. And maybe Mm -hmm. if they don't have the headliners, they're still going to be 
a pretty solid watch. And I'll say this, they do have some big power hitting names, especially when it comes to the power hitters. Because, you know, looking at the American League, it looks like mostly the Rangers, which I don't think holds quite the star power as the National League, because the Rangers are kind of a surprise this year. And, like, they deserve these spots because their offense is one of the best in baseball, still one of the best run differentials in all of baseball. But, like, guys like Jonah Heim, Marcus Simeon, uh, Adalas Garcia, they're not the household names that you kind of expect when you think of the All-Star game, even though if you're paying attention to baseball, like, you know these guys certainly deserve mm -hmm. these spots. So just looking at the rosters alone, Jenks, is there a side that kind of catches your eye just based on what we see in, on paper? Just based on what we see, I, I like the National League. I'm going to play the National League tonight. Man, this is a tough time to bet. Maybe, maybe Matt will convince me one more time to bet on the WNBA. Who knows? I'm 0 for 1. It'd be nice to be 1 for 1. We'll see about that. We'll see how I feel at the end of the show. But when it comes to starting pitching, I was doing a little bit of research earlier in this show. And if you look at I, the pitching, I guess the pitching roster for each side, the American League has a very small advantage, I think, in a couple of the metrics, if you want to go into expected ERA or whatever it is. But on the whole, I think, particularly now that you have Shane McClanahan out, Framber Valdez out, I know you can say the same thing about the National League with Kershaw and Strider sitting, but all things being equal, I look at which team has the better lineup here, and I think the National League has just a little more pop and a little more star power. And at some point... The American League has won nine. At some point, the National League has to win one of these games. So I'm going to lean to the National League and go with those guys. The one sabotage factor is that Shohei Otani is on the American League team, and it feels like yeah. everything he touched just kind of turns to gold. Uh, maybe that's not the case, I guess, in the regular season because the Angels still haven't made the postseason. But you're right. The star power certainly seems to be there in the lineup for the National League. Like, look at this lineup. Sean Murphy, Freddie Freeman, Lewis Arise, who's trying to hit 400 this season. Nolan Arenado, Orla Orlando, Arcia, Ronald Acuna Jr., who we know can hit it a mile. Mookie Betts, Corbin Carroll, who I think Corbin Carroll's probably not going to play. I think he might be on the injured list. And then J.D. Martinez as designated hitter. So based on the lineups alone, I think I'd go National League. But I also think it's kind of a coin flip when trying to pick a winner of this game. We know the trend has been the All-Star or the American League winning this All-Star matchup, winning nine straight games. We kind of floated our theories earlier in the show why this has happened. Yeah. Jinx, do you think there is a rhyme or reason to why the American League has been so dominant in recent years? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
I really don't. Normally, I think with a lot of trends, you can point to a reason why you can find some sort mm -hmm. of common denominator and you can say, well, if you look at history here and look at each individual game, maybe you can find a reason why one team has dominated. But if you look at the totality of all-star games over time, it's just been very streaky and there's really no rhyme or reason to it. It's almost, it's almost like roulette, you know, where you assume that, you know, you'll see black, black, black. It's like, oh, oh, it's it, the next one's definitely going to be black. It, each one in this instance is truly, I think, independent of the other results. And so it just so happens that over the past few years, the American League just happened. And also these are low-scoring games too. So it's not like the American mm -hmm. League has just been dominating the National League. That's just kind of how things have fallen. But I don't think there's any real reason for it. I think Bill was saying at one point, this was during the commercial break or said it during our chat that at one point, maybe during the eighties, the national league won like 14 straight or something. So we've seen this before and I don't think there's really a whole lot to it. I don't think so either, especially because baseball is not a small sample size sport. There is a reason that the world series is not one game because it's not a good indicator mm -hmm. of who is truly the better team. We see this all the time in the regular season where the worst team in baseball can go out on any given day and beat the best team in baseball. So taking that reasoning, it's just going to be who gets the more timely hit in this game. So I think this is basically a coin flip. I guess you could use the strategy of saying, okay, if it's basically a coin flip, wouldn't you take the side with less juice? So maybe you take the underdogs here. Maybe you take the National League. Maybe it's finally their turn. Uh, but I think the best play in this game is to look at the under. I'm going to play an alternate total in this one. I'm going to go under eight as opposed to seven and a half. I don't see any benefit of playing a seven and a half. You either play under seven yeah. for plus 105 or you go under eight for minus 145. That's what I'm going to do. The total in the all-star game has gone under eight runs or landed at eight or fewer in 10 of the last 12 matchups. One of those games where the total went over of this uh, it was only nine, and it was at Great Amer American Ballpark, where the Cincinnati Reds play, one of the most hitter-friendly ballparks in all of baseball. This is not the case when it comes to where the Seattle Mariners play, where this all-star game is being played at. It is extremely pitcher-friendly. So you look at all that, and also mm -hmm. the added theory to where these pitchers are not going five innings. These starters aren't pitching that long. Last year, the American League had 11 pitchers throw in this game because they're trying to get everybody in. So this means that each pitcher does not have to save anything in the tank. So instead of throwing fastballs at 95, 96, they can reach back and take it to another level because they're only pitching one inning. So they're going to have more zip on their fastball. The strategy is going to be different. So I think it's going to be even tougher on some of these hitters. So I'll take the under eight as my best play in the all-star game. Oh, man, I want to tell you on that. That's a good analysis there, Chelsea. I think you're absolutely right, and I love playing it up to eight. The under is hit overall. I know you mentioned underrate, what, in 10 of the last 12, and just overall the under is hit in 10 of the last 15 All-Star games, mm -hmm. and that's absolutely where the money is coming in. It's juiced to the under. So I'm with you there, and and that's that's just a greater point, right? When you're a stud pitcher. I mean, look, look at the American League when you have – 
when you have these guys who are starting to pitch. And then we don't even talk about the relievers who come in, right? Right. And some of these guys who, I mean, we always focus on the starting pitching, and I get that, and we focus on the big lineups. But then you look at a guy like Felix Batista, for example, for the Orioles. He could come in and throw a shutdown mm-hmm. in it. So in the totality of the game, it's hard, at least for me, it's hard to make a case for a ton of runs when you look at these guys coming in and giving their best stuff for one inning. And frankly, if a guy gets into trouble and let's say there's a couple guys on base and no outs, maybe the manager will let that pitcher pitch through it. You can bring in another stud and shut down the other lineup immediately. It's just different than any other type of game. Right. That's what I'm saying. Last year, the American League used 11 pitchers. Some of these guys only came in for one out. You know how difficult that is as a hitter having to face a different look every single time you're at the plate, especially when they're all all all-stars. And like I kind of hinted towards the first of the segment, I think the only sabotage factor is that some of these big-name pitchers are not making the start here. Like, we won't Mm -hmm. see Spencer Strider, which is really disappointing. We won't see Shane McClanahan, equally disappointing. Clayton Kershaw's not pitching. Otani's not pitching. Mm -hmm. So that kind of sucks. But I still think the under is the best play. And let's talk about MVP for like a hot second. I feel like it is truly a dart throw because it's whoever gets the timely hit. Mm-hmm. Do you have any angle here? No, I don't. Well, I, I have two schools of thought. One is you just choose the best player on the field. I think that's Ronald Acuna Jr. And as we were talking about this earlier, this award tends to go to a position player. At the same time, you're kind of throwing a dart at the dartboard. You could just have a guy knocking a couple runs and he's the MVP, so maybe you go for more value. Right, and if you're wondering who the starters are for the pitchers, it's going to be Zach Gallen of the Diamondbacks facing Garrett Cole of the Yankees. Should be a good one. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.